Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Suave Burgundy. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm just on a, a never-ending mission to give back to my community. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's, Mr. that's all Mayor. I try to do. Mr. Mayor. Today is Monday, May 1st. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. I said, yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. 20 and 20. Tree! Wiggle Wee Convenient. Bring me your dinner bucket. <laughs> Let the church say. Hey, man. I'm sure Norman Smiley is uh, happy with this Wiggle Wee that we've incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean... How can you live without the big wiggle? You dig. <laughs> Many people have said. tried. No one has, has succeeded. And that is exactly what she said. By the way, just just because. This is your daily, daily acknowledgement. acknowledgement. <laughs> Look, he's going to be sprinkled throughout this episode like, Some, like truffle. Something <laughs> awful. Oh, man, it has been a week. They is out here playing with the church's money. Man. They is playing with the church's rent, Ooh. the lights. Ooh. Man, say when, when, if we didn't already if we didn't already have the name of this episode taken care of because it was build a brand episode dos. two. It's it's dos. May dos. It's Mayo dos. Yeah. Do, dos. <laughs> Man, yeah, but if if we didn't already have that picked out, like we could really we could really get active with some of these show titles. Look, Uncle Trips. <laughs> I, this is this is not what I wanted to start the show with, but we're gonna do it. Uncle my Trips. God, who put you up to this? Who? He, I know who, but who? He comes out in true executive fashion. Mm-hmm. Waxes poetic about your tribal chief, head of the table, and WWE grand champion, Roman Reigns. As you should. And then immediately takes a hot, steamy shit on everything he's done over the last two years. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say, bro. Say. If you I don't, if you're under a rock or have checked out on WWE programming, God bless you. <laughs> we wish you nothing but continued health and success. We understand. Oh <laughs> we, man, we is, do this for you. Well, you there know, is a new, for a pimp. There is a new world championship belt that will be defended We're, solely on Monday Night Raw. It's not a world championship. It's a participation trophy. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's the second place heavyweight championship of the world. The, like what? the nah, U.S. Fam. title wasn't good enough. No, your couldn't. back and forth feud between Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Seth Rollins was not enough to fuel USA's need for a world champ or a top belt, a no, top champion. I, I, I won't even say that. I won't say they weren't enough or the feud wasn't enough. You didn't put enough emphasis on what they were doing and why. Let's let's see. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Any other era, 
you could have two or three people go back and forth for one title. Right. While the world champion is circling the globe and showing up, I don't know, every three to four months for two or three weeks at a clip. Look, I, I, I get it and I understand that a great deal. Let's just say, let's, let's be real. The majority of today's modern fan did not start watching professional wrestling until the beginning of the Attitude, Attitude Era. Era. Yep. And for better or for worse, that is kind of around the first time you would see. No, I, I can't even say that because even the new generation era, because Bret Hart made that a thing. Like you saw the champion almost too much. Because Bret like, Hart is a wrestler. And, right. So and, and he took himself more serious than the product took him. Then there's that. There, there is that. So Bret Hart took a lot of uh, pride in like wrestling weekly TV over and over. Like he doesn't care. He just wants to go wrestle, and he's the world champion. So it's like okay, bang for buck. And then it it goes further, but it still feels like through the mid '90s, the championship and the champion were protected to where they're not they're not on a Hogan schedule where you got to be the A town. And you're not wrestling on Wrestling Challenge, or you're not wrestling on nothing syndicated. <laughs> and if you saw him, it was because something big is coming up in the next few days. Right. So, I mean, once we went to live network television and live cable TV, I, you know, things switched up a little bit. You do need attractions because you need ratings and everything. But I don't. I ain't heard nobody try to have this conversation about Lesnar. And you know why? About Lesnar. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying when Lesnar was champ and Lesnar was pulling up like once a quarter. Who, who gonna check him? That's my point. <laughs> the list of people that could even remotely have an opportunity to survive a fight with Brock Lesnar. I'm going to say of 200 employees company wide might be 10 people long. And three of those people are Bobby Lashley. The real life story as to Mark Merrill finding out that Rena was cheating on him with Brock Lesnar is enough to let you understand how serious Brock Lesnar is. And Mark Merrill did not confront him for that reason. I mean, there's a reason we we very often on this show compare professional wrestlers to basketball players. Neither one of them really can fight. Like when when shit get real, how many basketball players you know with hands? And it's it's a list because you know specifically it's not like Udonis Haslam and different players like that. Man. It's not they're they're a rarity, and that's why you know they can fight and you know what they can do because they can handle themselves. That's not a universal thing amongst basketball players. The not a universal thing amongst wrestlers because if you start looking at this guy's a body guy versus this person. You would have never guessed that Booker T put hands on Batista. <laughs> Ever. Ever. You would have, I mean, like, don't sell book short, but you would have felt like Batista was too much of an animal and it, it didn't work out like that. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Case in point. No one would have ever thought Paul Orndorff would have slid Vader. Man. <laughs> and that story has been, been corroborated I don't know how many times it happened. There's a certain there's a certain caliber of person that can act like I, I would say 
outside of New Japan, mm-hmm. in every domestic organization and maybe every independent organization, there may be literally a handful of people in the indies, maybe three people that have legitimate hand skills. Like where you need to worry about your life and safety if you get confronted by them or you confront them. Bobby Lashley, most people forget, undefeated in, in MMA. Go, go look at his, no, you ain't even got to worry about his MMA record. Go watch him work out on Instagram. Just watch him throw hands with the mitts and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Not- See that? <laughs> that? That translates, yeah. That that's universal. That that'll 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 preach anywhere. And uh, I think, but Jake Hager is also undefeated, right? Actually, Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley. Bobby Lashley. I, I take it back. Fifteen and two. But uh, Jake Hager for sure is undefeated. He's never had a championship opportunity either. And I don't think he's going to be back into MMA anytime soon, if ever. And very smart. The money's entirely too good on the other side, with way less risk. He he's getting over with a hat that he hates, and for define, for for define, for for the same money over for the same money, the fact that the hat gets cheered. Uh, beach balls get a pop on this, certain days. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. At any mm. rate, uh, we, we we were going somewhere. Oh. Uh, we just circling the block a couple times, just yeah. you know, chopping some shit up. Champ- championship reigns. So, uh huh. Oh, this this Fisher Price Championship they don't brought out. So Rome, Roman, outside of everything Triple H said, and what he said was true, but he put his own stank on it. What people forget is that everybody who is somebody in WWE over the last nine hundred seventy plus days has been crossed or touched by Roman Reigns in a championship capacity. Mm-hmm. So he is, whether you like it or not, in the rarefied era of people like Good Try Terry, people like Brock Lesnar, who are attractions. They don't need to be seen every week. And I've been preaching that since the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show Infused with Hip Hop has started. I've been professing that your world champion does not need to be on TV every week to be valuable. He has a championship reign in the modern era where there are two live network television shows per week totaling five hours and he shows up maybe once every three to four weeks and it is money. Because you're going to watch it when he's on, even if you watch nothing else. It's a fact. Arguing with you because you ain't said nothing wrong. You ain't hurt my feelings, nor have you lied to me. The the issue continues <laughs> to be that we're dealing yeah. with people who one, you have something against Roman Reigns being champion because it, it just whatever that may be, whatever that may be. Then there's the fact of like, okay case in point who name one person who's there like every week no matter what every week no matter what seth rollins bingo okay that's exactly who i was thinking about you're gonna put this title on seth rollins and it's gonna go like every other world heavyweight championship run of seth rollins that after the first one now people are gonna see it they're gonna cheer first couple weeks then they're gonna get tired of it because they see it every week meanwhile back of the farm everybody thinks this title is earmarked for one specific person not named Seth Rollins based off of a couple of things 
That would be the shittiest thing ever. They dramatic. Oh, for him. Oh, listen. If there is ever a reason to resent a title run, it would be to giving it to this man uh, at Night of Champions, which is he, Cody he, Rhodes. He, he don't. He and and when I say he doesn't deserve this, it doesn't mean he doesn't deserve to be a champion. He doesn't deserve to have this participation trophy. No. Put on his resume. Nope. Triple H got one. And he made it. He he literally made the title that was handed to him by Eric Bischoff. But, but he was also a what? Top tier talent? <laughs> Main eventer? <laughs> all, all those are true. Hit the bell for yourself. He was a he was a heel. <laughs> when you are a heel, you can privilege is a part of being a heel. It's it's what makes people hate you, which is why we keep saying there are certain parts of current day culture that should be a part of storylines that isn't and that's why we're not having our, our next boom period because you're ignoring real life and trying to manufacture emotion you know where all the emotion in in current day america is and surrounding countries you know where that energy comes from so tap into it but of course we're refusing to and so now we're left with what we get I, I really hope I really hope that Roman Reigns shows up on SmackDown this Friday because the pay-per-view or the premium live event in, in Puerto Rico is Saturday. I he really, he's not wrestling on it. So you I know. I know he's not. But I really hope he shows up just to talk some shit about what happened last this past or last Monday. That's it. Let me run down the draft results to this moment. Now, mind you, Monday Night Raw tonight is going to have, I guess, the finale of the draft. But as of SmackDown. Before you do that, because I'm going to forget this question. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. We know we know what we think of there being a, a second place champion. We know why there's another champion because there's yep. two networks, you know, and it's time to renegotiate. So Damn, telling five, them that they're really going to have. Game quick, bro, because we, we're in year six. <laughs> we're working we're powering through this is our this is our sixth season so yeah go ahead though yeah then there's that so um I almost i'm you maybe break my train of thought celebrating how long we've been out here doing doing the grind but um run me back is now now i'm all over the place <laughs> it's been uh, it's been one of those days so let me see here this is this is a problem with going live. You yeah, were, this is. Yeah. We were talking about the uh, participation trophy and right. uh, oh, because you know, because Raw, you, Raw needs their own champion because USA was not going to proceed without having a world champion. Yep, yep. You know why this thing exists, so we know all the logistical reasons. It's the way you decided to to uh, reveal it and and that whole rollout process. My question is, what do you think of the belt design? Personally, I like it. Yes. It goes in line with uh, the Intercontinental belt, so it's more consistent. It makes Roman's belts seem dated, which he's he's long overdue for a new belt. Because all he has continue continued disrespect. He's carrying two belts. One of them doesn't even matter. So the night after the night after he beat Lesnar at 38 on raw they should have gave him that title or that some, same or, belt 
should have been shined up real nice, pull the cover off. Here's the WWE Grand Championship. Wear it in good health. But we didn't get that. What we got was carry the same two belts we've been carrying because I don't dislike the design at all. I really do like it. But because we've been marketing with these and these are the ones that we give to the to the other sports sports culture champions that is very recognizable. They all carry it around. It keeps our brand in circulation. So you know the, the logistical reasons as to why you don't replace that belt. But there's also the whole idea of what are you doing to push the culture forward? Because I mean, there was another belt before the one they're getting after Super Bowls now. It was the John Cena title. Man, the spinner belt, the uh, the the big gold belt. Like I think, <clears throat> I would probably say the big gold belt is probably the most replicated world championship. I may be wrong in that, but I think that's the most replicated because that's the one. Like even, the new one now is based off it. It's, it's the redheaded yep. stepchild of the big gold belt. It's the WWEized version of the big gold belt. Which is another reason I have a love hate relationship with it. I like it because, you know. So I like I've known you for a long time. I think the biggest thing that you hate about this belt, other than it being a a pseudo replica of the big gold belt, is the big ass logo in the middle of it. It's a necessary evil. It so is. I it. It is. I mean, you got to you got to brand it. You know, so, this ain't the '80s where you can just throw ran, random emoji in the middle of the belt and then put WWE around it. Just, yeah, like you're whatever the belt looks like, you're designing around the logo. That's just one of those things you have to understand when you're dealing with big business, major marketing corporations. Everything is about back to the logo. And as you're watching, as you're watching us, logo on one side, logo on the other side. And I'm sure there's more of an approval process now than just going through vents because endeavors involved. But from what from what we understand, those belts have been commissioned like a long, long time ago. Yep, them belts was like there's supposedly a, a a set of tag team belts that no one's ever seen that are floating around and have literally been floating around or at least rumored to be floating around since what WrestleMania 30? 37, I think seven. Yeah, so this ah. at any rate, let, let me run it down. SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown gets Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman, which completely blows how we do or are doing our builder brand because Suave wanted it to go this way, and the coin toss see, said not so much. You see the you see how much intrigue the first pick started <laughs> off with. I'm just saying, who, who who are we to say that that would not have made last week's show? even more fire because on the real your first pick if you had it would have included <clears throat> these three plus the Usos as one unit okay okay it's my brand no I mean I'm I'm, I'm not mad at you I, I know how that was going I'm also and, gonna be licensing music from Lil Boosie and Future <laughs> but what what you mean I'm gonna yeah, be doing a whole lot yeah. of stuff that ain't necessarily conventional <laughs> Raw gets Cody SmackDown gets Bianca Belair, the Raw Women's Champion. More on that in a minute. Raw gets Becky Lynch. Round two, SmackDown gets Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, Street Profits. So there's no split there. Contrary to Yet. anything, any of the dirts that you've been reading and listening to. Yet. No split. Yet. Yet. Uh, Raw, I hope they don't, though. 
Yeah. Raw gets uh, Imperium in totality. That's a good move. SmackDown gets Edge. <laughs> I think we are about to get the most evil Edge we have seen since the mid 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that kind of ends up being weird, and once we see, once we see how the rest of the draft completely shakes out, I'm gonna have some questions about Edge going back to SmackDown. But then you know, SmackDown's the house Edge built, so yeah. Raw gets uh, Matt Riddle, who was uh, <laughs> introduced by Rob Van Dam, reading reading the draft card upside down. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. Rob be on them supplies. Listen, I turned my head. I was watching the screen. I turned my. <laughs> Say it, man. Say Yo. Oh, man. <laughs> the fact that they got Rob to put a suit on is hilarious. Oh, like, man. Why but... is he wearing a suit? Oh, man. He looked like a million bucks, though. Bobby He should have come out wearing a smoking jacket, and that would have been the inside joke. <laughs> Bobby Lash. <laughs> You see, you see how you see how people are not writing for a smart audience. There's a way to there, there's a way to put Easter eggs and subliminal little things that'll make the smart people laugh. And when you get the smart people talking, they talk about it out loud, and then they make the dumb people feel like they got to catch up. No doubt, Bobby Lashley. It's the, it's the 2080. Bobby Lashley gets the uh, the first pick of the third round. He goes to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre goes to Raw, so I guess that answers the question if he re-signed or not, because I'm sure they wouldn't draft a person only for him to walk away. Uh, SmackDown gets the OC in totality, so that uh, brought you out the return of AJ Styles, who looks to be in, no pun intended, phenomenal shape. He grew his beard out. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, the no Miz, more neck beard. The Miz goes to Raw. Round four, we have... Uh, Damage control and totality going to SmackDown. Shit. That's not a wasted draft pick sitting Miz the Raw. He has a fuck. He has a he has a reality show on USA. You knew he wasn't going nowhere. That that I, you are better off making him a free agent and him coming out having an episode of Miz TV waxing, just actually not even waxing poetic, acting a fool about not being drafted and saying this is where I'm going to be at. And y'all got to deal with it. That's, you want to make the Miz? Want to make the Miz a? Uh, uh, higher in standing and more believable say I'm taking myself out of the draft I'm just going to show up for the highest bidder <laughs> like again smart people we want some content too oh man round Should four uh, damage control goes to Smackdown Shinsuke Nakamura goes to Raw this, yes. the uh, NXT women's champions Alba Fire and Isla Dawn Michael Cole get it right <laughs> goes to Smackdown and, you don't uh, watch the product like I don't watch the product. Me and him in the same boat. And uh, the NXT Women's Champion Indy Hartwell goes to Raw. Now, at this point, you, you have three women from NXT drafted from NXT first. In a, in a division that ha has six to seven women out. With, with the majority of them having gruesome injuries. All knee related. I digress. That's something else to address. There was one person who who had name recognition or brand recognition left by this gutting of talent of NXT. We'll get to her in a second. On the lowdown, Raw drafts Viking Raiders in totality, Dexter Loomis, Kenneth LeRae, Maximum Male Models, JD McDonough, Apollo Crews, both from NXT, Natalia, Sonya Deville, Chelsea Green, 
and also from NXT, Zoe Stark. The one person that had brand recognition left in NXT, you just yanked her. Well, first of all, don't I look broke up about it? Ain't my weekly TV watching gonna change so much? See, this is what happens. And matters then, not to me. I wish them all the best in their future endeavors on their new brands, but I mean, now I'm I'm including teams, or teams and or factions as one, right? So what I just read off to you is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten talents going to Raw, right? Mm-hmm. And Plus, then Raw's going to get more picks because it's a longer show. And then SmackDown gets uh, Top Dollar, Ashanti, the Adonis, and B-Fab, Hit Row, and Totality. I think they probably should have went to Raw. And, no and Lacey Evans. I don't know how much that really matters. I don't even understand the loading of 10 picks and three of them coming from NXT, one of them back to the main roster, which is Apollo Crews. In exchange for two. This this makes absolutely no sense because you didn't flesh out the narrative. Because, okay, you've seen how you and I do drafts when we do. There is no way we would have started cherry picking from NXT that early unless it was Carmelo Hayes or Braun Breaker. Monday. Or someone... Tonight, I, I get tonight. it. I, I, I think I, I get think, it. I think I think we get Brian Breaker tonight. I think he's probably gonna be the last pick of the night. I get it, but the whole thing is, you would never draft the way they presented that, and they gave you no reasoning for it. They didn't say like, "Well, you can pick this at this pick. Uh, you have to pick at least. We have to spend at least one pick on a woman or a female competitor." Uh, you have to spend at least one pick on an NXT talent. Like, give some parameters because, like, there is no way possible that Bobby Lashley is supposed to be available in the third round. Here, here's and a- if you can choose whole factions, why wouldn't you? As okay, as SmackDown or Monday Night Raw, if you could select factions, why wouldn't you just pick all factions and flesh your roster out that much more? Before I get into my my spiel on what you're talking about, free agents that are left after uh, Friday Night SmackDown, Omos, Mustafa Ali, and Dolph Ziggler. Now, this night one coincided with night two of the NFL draft. You can't tell me that whomever is over at, at WWE headquarters or in, in, in head of creative, Triple H, did not realize or know that the NFL draft was going to be happening the same weekend as the Raw and SmackDown draft. No, that's why they did it. So, so that begs the, that begs the point. There was no rhyme or reason given as to how or why these people were picked when they were picked, other than you're just building, you know, building your brand. Because they don't respect your intelligence. But continue. If you knew that you were going to be doing this to coincide with the NFL draft. Why wouldn't you at least bring back Pat McAfee to give some analysis and some breakdown to some of these draft picks? Or even better yet, if you're not going to have him on the show, have him talk about it on his show. His show, sa- his show gets more listeners than WWE gets viewers. All it is, everything you're saying right now, Pat McAfee being involved. I mean, you're on Fox. So why not get you know in the NFL crew involved? Like why bring, not bring Strahan on for a second? He can talk. Strahan, Howie Long, Long was in WrestleMania too. Are you kidding me? Terry Bradshaw, get a pre-tape from Bradshaw. 
like have Terry Bradshaw sit next to John Bradshaw Layfield. Come on, man. Too easy. Too easy. Too all easy. I'm saying is, sell me mine. Because <laughs> for a nominal fee, <laughs> soon to be a phenomenal fee, we will slice off some of this broken pencil knowledge and put it on your plate. The collection itself will be passed around from left to right. It's just like, like we were talking about with the champ with the new world championship. Like there were so many other ways to do it and make it acceptable. And then you went with the just the the popcorn fart that you gave. And it's like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? Same thing here with this draft. It's like you you didn't make it interesting. It's just like, okay, who's it's a who's going where, but it's one of those things like after the first two or three picks, you don't even care. Not for nothing. The first pick was the right pick, but you blew the hot air out of the balloon with a blow dart in the first five minutes of your broadcast. And I was there. <laughs> oh, man. At any rate, and just, um, you created way more questions than answers, which to them feels like, oh, well, now they have a, a reason to, to tune back in and see what's going to happen. But it's like, no. Your your questions come from your lack of due diligence in presenting your idea. So, in efforts to build Monday Night Raw back up to prominence and give them a participation trophy, aka a world title. Mm, this is terrible. Let Let's run through. Let's, let's do a quick mixtape. It could even be an EP of talents that are in line for this championship to be your first champion. You go Three, first. Five and five, no overlaps. Uh, it's gonna be hard, but yeah, let's run it. I um, I think this championship is earmarked for Seth Rollins. All right, I'm gonna say Cody. Good, good choice. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say Cody, but it's it's the lowest of hanging fruit. Go ahead. Here's my sleeper pick, and I'm gonna go ahead and get this oh, one out the way early. Cause damn I, it. No, because I know you, and I know you'll snake me for that. Oh, if I don't go ahead you're, you're, and we're, handle we're, business. If you if you don't get this one, I'm I'm yanking them. Go ahead, pause. Main event, main event, Jay Uso. Ooh, ooh, nice. I think they mm-hmm. are going to Monday Night Raw, uh, and I think that's a, that's a hell of a pick. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, hell of a pick. That's not who I was going Jay, with. Jay decides he's gonna be the one. We know he can go in the ring. We know he'd be there every week. I mean, and then you want to finally have, if he's world champion and he's like, I'm going to take down the bloodline, I'm going to merge all this. Like, there's some, there's a story to be told there. Yep. That could possibly be your SummerSlam main event, which would be the funniest shit in the world for the <laughs> internet wrestling community. If you created this world heavyweight championship, crown the champion in May, only to have them challenge Roman in what late August of SummerSlam and then lose that title to him too. It's like Infinity Stones. And this is this is so far holding up to your theory because I don't think Cody's going to be the first one. But hold up you to your theory be. that Cody may be getting the title around Labor Day. My next pick if, for if any if anything with a title change is going on around Labor, Labor Day, this is completely stupid. Like this is even dumber. Yeah, three months right before and right before the, the actually the top of a new season. Uh, here's one for you. Current U.S. champion Austin Theory. Now I say that now, but tonight he could end up on SmackDown. 
Especially Too considering soon. your internet, your intercontinental champion is on. Um, actually, you know what? Let me scratch that pick because there's no way unless he loses the belt tonight. Uh, I'm, I, I'd say Guther's in line. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, shoot me. Mm. Valter's in line. That that's my choice to be, you know, champ, champ, like the real champ, the yes. first place champ, not the second place champ. Um, good good choice. Um, let's go. Let's go, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's on uh, Friday nights. So I've heard and seen this thing going on online where not everybody who's been drafted may stay there. Like there could be a possibility for someone to be drafted or traded back. Okay, all right. Well, hold on. Before before we finish this, let me ask you this: Do you think that this is going to be a tournament, or is this going to be like a gauntlet match to determine who goes to the, the to, to Night of Champions? How do you think we get to Night of Champions? Vince hates tournaments, but Vince, also Vince ain't involved. Since when? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> you, you alright, cuz? I'm good. I'm finna hit you with you, that Snoop Dogg. You, you, you alright, cuz? You knock my homeboy out like that? You alright, cuz? I'll swap that pick then. If Lashley gonna stay on SmackDown, give me Drew in place of Bobby. Alright. Give me Nakamura. Um, I, I know they're not pulling the trigger on that. I know they. Um. Give me Miz. Great pick, absolutely great pick. And that's it's it's not it doesn't feel natural to do it, but yeah, like Miz is there every week. His character is what it is. It's over. He he's gonna do all your PR. <sighs> every piece of PR you need to be done for the USA. He is the poster child of the USA Network at this point. So like it would make as much sense as anything to, to make him the world champion. Uh, let's see. So I've had Cody. I've had uh-huh. Valter. I've had uh who else did I say? Uh it was Cody, Valter. See, we no Ginko. I don't Well actually, okay, because you you got four. So you got Bobby Lashley. You've got I mean, we took we took Bobby offline. Okay, so who'd you replace Bobby with? Drew McIntyre. Okay, so, so Drew McIntyre, uh Seth Rollins, and main event Jay Uso. And Miz. So you those so those are your four. So I'm on I'm on four. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take only because I don't think he's going to be drafted. Uh, I think he's just going to show up. Ah, that's a long shot. That's a long shot because I, we don't even know if he's ready yet. Ah. Who that is? I want to say Orton, but we don't know if he's, if he's going to be back by then. So Randall Keith. Yeah, nah. but for that, for that, um. I'd like it though because it would it would help us get to the record. I I I don't even want to do this one. Oh, you know what? I I got a sleeper for you. All right. If he doesn't get drafted tonight, Bronson Reed. I like the idea of putting a, a young guy over, possibly. I mean, but okay. Here's the thing. Oh oh. <laughs> here's the thing. Because because of the condescending nature of this championship to begin with, it's going to be in your best interest to pick a first champion who is already established, who the WWE Universe will not turn on in within 90 days. 
So mm. it's weird for Cody because it's all it becomes the stigma of Cody couldn't win the big one, so he got the other one. So that's why he shouldn't be anywhere near this. Seth Rollins, he is what he is. He's gonna show up every week. He can have one hour matches or he can do whatever. He can be that guy every week on television. It just seems not to translate to like pay-per-view superstar selling stupid merch. And it doesn't translate to him being the face of the company. It just translates to him being regional manager, I guess. <laughs> I gotta I got a real, I got a really funny one, but I, I, I want to double back when I, when, because you got one more. I'm going to double back with this funny one and I'll explain the, uh, <laughs> who, who I'm actually going to pick for my last one, but go ahead for your last pick. Right. Um, last pick, somebody from Raw. Give your anecdote. I need to scan the, scan the roster. Again. Okay. Rhea Ripley is your SmackDown Women's Champion who is drafted to Monday Night Raw. That leads me to believe that Judgment Day isn't going anywhere unless they split them up. Which, according to how this draft's been going so far, they're not going to be. They're going to be a faction in totality. So I say Judgment Day stays on Monday Night Raw. Hopefully. I would love it if Dominic Mysterio was the first champion. I had that as a sleeper, and had I been thinking about it, I, it fell out of my train of thought. But I love that. I want. I I do love that. Facts. I do. Now, I do. In in, in reality, I think it's probably going to be more Damian Priest if we're going to go one or the other. But I would absolutely. You saw about so, who someone who the fans won't turn on in ninety days. You can't tell me you won't sell out an arena trying to see who's going to beat the shit out of Dominic Mysterio week after week. Right. And that's the other part. Like, there's two ways to cheat the uh, the built-in angst and hate of your, your audience, the contempt of the WWE universe, as it would be. It's either to pick a veteran beyond reproach or a heel that no matter what happens, you hate them more. <laughs> so there's that's why Miz works. That's why um, who else was on my list? Jay works because he's the face you're not going to turn against because you look at him as the underdog because you saw him get dog walked over the course of this whole bloodline situation. And he can talk but, for real. Right. Um, I'm looking at the roster. Like, part of me wants to say Braun Breaker. I almost be, went there. I almost went there. But it does, like, but I know that's not realistic. Nah, nah, because it's re not. Remember, remember the first uh, title match he had, and we thought he was going to win it. And it just, it felt, it, it seemed to fall apart when he slipped on the top rope. Same, like, how we expected Nakamura to. to to cash in and it didn't happen. This is like there are people who fit the mold, but there's the there's the realistic aspect to it. Like Lesnar, Lesnar is as good of a pick as anybody. Absolutely. For all the reasons that have been storyline stated, he can't challenge Roman anymore. He is the guy. He goes wherever the hell he wants to anyway. Why not have Brock as the world champion? And people are gonna hate that because he don't show up every week. So that's the reason he wouldn't be. Because he ain't coming once a week. <laughs> Pause. 
whores. I was gonna say the only place he come in once a week is probably at his house, and that's that's nothing to do with me. I'm about to, I'm, I'm to, about to die on battery power over here. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we can't we can't have this. Let me. You know uh, what? Hold on, hold on. Let me uh, go ahead and talk some shit real quick. I'll be I'll be right back. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, that boy got me out here flying the plane. I, I, okay, pencil pushing. Crash your bird, baby. <laughs> so look, uh, while I have your attention here, guys, um, Swavetoberfest 1, 2, and 3 are available on all streaming platforms. Make sure that you go out of your way to get the gift that keeps on giving. It's a celebrate. So here's my fifth. <clears throat> For my fifth, I'm going to take Rey Mysterio. You, you, think um, Rey, you think Rey's going to Raw? I mean... Anything's possible in the WWE. This is absolutely <laughs> That's it. That's anything is possible in the WWE. Right. So I mean, it, that's another pick that's unrealistic. Like, yes, Ray would wrestle every week, and yes, he would put on some of the best matches on television because that's just his pedigree. But at the same time, he fits my reasons for how you pick a champion. It's someone the fans most likely would not turn on he has he's a beyond reproach as a as a professional name value former champion former world champion so he's got all the same pedigree like finn balor doesn't fit that same mold for me just because of we saw how we saw what happened you know after being the first universal champion unfortunately having that injury and then having the, to go the away the shortest universal title reign in history and it had nothing ne to do never with recovered. anything but circumstance and he has he not gotten never, back to the main event uh, caliber from from back from it then. was never the same he, he was never the same after that okay had bray wyatt actually oh panned out this time this would have been something for him possibly but I, have we seen the last of him you think not for the money they paying him yeah, yeah. like like just, bring, bring, your, mean, bring your ass back to work huh because <laughs> <laughs> i mean he ain't finna quit these, he ain't gonna nah, you these, gonna have the 90 day you nah, gonna have the 90 day these dishes need to be to. washed yeah like you're not you're not he's not gonna quit from making that kind of money you're gonna have the 90 days <laughs> and he's been <laughs> Like that's just the only way you getting out of this. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's enough WWE talk for now. Just tune in Monday Night Raw tonight and you know get 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 your kicks. Somebody, <laughs> gonna, so, somebody gonna be champion. We just uh, you know. Um, Otis. That's who should be my from world heavyweight champion. Otis. Otis. Oh Otis. no, I want Otis. I want to grow the beard back out. I want whatever's oh, yeah. left in his hair to come back. Yeah. <laughs> tucky, tucky. Oh, I want yeah. that Otis. <laughs> I want that Otis because that's the Otis that we paid for. Oh. Uh, CM Punk has been making his rounds. And when I say making ah, his, when I say making his rounds. Mimosas for everybody. Cheer Manchester. <laughs> that man. Mm -hmm. So all all the sheets are saying that it's rumored that he's making a return to AEW this summer and even possibly sooner than this summer. Because mm -hmm, there's some money attached to it. Uh, now that... Wait, have now have th you heard how? Enlighten me. So, reportedly, here's the deal. Um, there's going to be an additional two hours of AEW television 
that come to that's right uh is it TN, is it tbs or tnt i believe it's tbs no no okay, no 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 it's no no it's tnt tnt wait okay, so wait. tnt on saturdays oh no 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 hold on because there was we're talking about preemption so i think it is tbs let me let me let me why you talk your shit i'm gonna I'm fact check you you do your goos. So there's supposed to be a two hour, two additional hours of AEW television coming to a Turner Network uh, station. Uh, AEW Collision. There's already been a uh, copyright, you know, submitted for the name and everything. But apparently, this this additional time given to AEW was done on the strength of the participation of one Cranberry Mimosa. TNT. Okay, so TNT. Yep. Captain Planet's coming on right before it. <laughs> the power is yours. <laughs> oh my God. WYBA. But um <laughs> Yeah, so this yeah, this uh <laughs> right. This additional this additional uh weekly time slot is predicated on the supposedly pr- predicated on the participation of CM Punk. Well, the math behind it breaks down to where it's like just the base level of what TNT or Turner Broadcasting pays for first run programming. It's in the range of about half a million episode. Mm. And because of the terms of the contract that they're signing for AEW Collision and the, the runtime, CM Punk's participation is worth about $52 million. Jesus just for CM and you know and part of this is and the reason why this is being greenlit and rolled out I think the upfront is like really soon so that um that episode of Dynamite that takes place in Chicago I believe like June 17th somewhere like that you need take take a look at me yeah I'm I'm, trusty I'm, calendar. I'm on it I'm on it here June 21st but okay, no. So June seventeenth is a Saturday. Let's see here, June twenty first. Okay, so one of one of those dates that even um, X Caliherb he ended up talking about Bitch it on ass. one of those shows that the t- he said that the tickets were going on sale. So if you go to uh, where you would buy AEW tickets from and look up what's going on in June AEWtickets.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna give him that free plug because ain't, ain't nobody. We ain't got no rep code. Nah. Nah. Yeah, so you send us one, we'll help sell some tickets, but until then, pay like you wait. Sell me mine. I mean, it's the last time you're gonna hear that from me, but go ahead. Right. So um yeah. CM Punk, his participation is what greenlit this this uh this revenue stream. Because it's not just an additional two hours of programming, it's a revenue stream, it's a cash infusion of fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. This is a this is a brand that's not even five years old, and this is the kind of money that we're talking about from a statistician from a football team for a hot two hours on a Saturday. When last time you made fifty million dollars in two hours on Saturday? I don't think it's been done since boxing pay per views. Look, no. Even if we did the per episode, when's the last time you made half a mil on a Saturday in two hours? Never. 
<laughs> I don't think that's ever so, been done. So it makes perfect sense that's, why CM Punk is popping up here, crazy. popping up there. His, he's getting his name circulating because once we launched this show, we outside again. So question is, are you going to, like they're talking about Echo splitting the brand. Is CM Punk basically going to go through the roster and draft his own people and then pick a couple of bookers and basically collision is like the CM Punk brand? <sighs> Don't please don't give him another belt. Just don't have another belt. <laughs> no, keep the same belt. But here, here's why why I say that because we we were having a conversation about how much longer he may have to participate in wrestling. At this rate, it's gonna be quite some time. Because if he can get one fifty, why he can't get another fifty? And they're only doing house shows in like quick runs. I think they're doing like one month runs of house shows just to keep the wheels the wheels rolling. Which is cool because you're not burning the candle at both ends and killing people like you were doing in the 80s and the 90s. And if you make him potentially a, a pay-per-view attraction, he's wrestling what? Four, four to six times a year? Yep. So, and speaking of pay-per-views and attractions and money, AEW All In is a week before All Out, which I stated about two or three episodes ago. And There's got to be some type of package for this. There's no way you're expecting me to pay 50 one week and another 50 you, the next week. You are reading my mind, sir. Now, let me ask you this. There's, there, there is no... There has to be like a, a super mega package via Bleacher Report that lets you buy all this shit at once. We have been real close to saying hell no to a couple of AEW pay-per-views. Boy. This is one... And we have said hell no to a couple Ring of Honor. Oh, boy. And uh, and one of them I regret. Now that's the last one. <sighs> we said hell no to the last one. Yeah, yeah, I did. We did, but that wasn't the this only a one. There's a tax right off for us. <laughs> Here, here's a here's here's a question I have for you. Okay, shoot. If you have to not even gun to your head, you know that these are going to be two pay per view events. Mm-hmm. I would say we split one I get one you get the other but we got a joint account for the business so what that doesn't make any damn sense which one do <laughs> just you for the get? card statements maybe I don't know. <laughs> which do you get one or do you get both um okay the type of wrestling fan I am if I'm invested enough to get one I'm getting both like I'm, I'm not I, I and I get real emotional especially when it comes to my dollar I'm not getting both I mean, but don't we all? No, we all get we all get emotional about our money. Nah, I don't know anybody who doesn't get some type of emotional about their money. Two, the whole there are two co- the people ca- that don't get emotional about about spending the spending of money. Extremely broke people and extremely wealthy people. They don't totally get emotional about spending money. No, no, no. Okay. When I say emotional about their money, it's not just the spending of it; it's what they get for it. So extremely mm. broke people will, they may only have 150 to spend, but they want that 150 to spend like 10 They want it to stretch. Yeah. <laughs> they, want, they want the most for the least. And then those, you know, like those big budget situations, I mean, they gonna pay like, they gonna pay cause they don't know the market value. So they gonna pay whatever number you give them, but now, they also gonna want you to deliver. Aesthetically. A wrestling product saying buy one, get one free doesn't work. No, it does not. However, if you commit to both of these, 
you will get each one for $30. That I'm in for. It's the exact yeah, it, same math. It's it's the presentation. It's the and they're not like each each one of theirs has always been 50. So if you're saying Well, so 25 and 25. So here's here's what I'm saying. If you're doing both, if you were to buy both separately, they would cost you a hundred. So if you buy them both together and we only charge you 60, it's a win for the consumer. And you know, the viewership goes up. Not only because people see, feel like they're getting a deal. Exactly. I think you're gonna get more casual fans to do traditionally don't buy or bootleg pay-per-views to actually get both of these if you do it that way. The card is what's going to determine that. Because let, let's be real. If they booked two cards full of matches that we really wanted to see, we'd buy it. If we knew CM Punk was going to come back at Wembley, and that's already booked, you know we buying that off top. Just to see, just to see, what just happens. to watch the train wreck because something's going to be a shit. It's going to be a shit show. We don't know what it's going to be. We just, we just know something in that is going to fly, fly off the rails. It's either going to be a shit show or the shit, one of the two. <laughs> then, like with all, with all out, it's like, what kind of card you going to give me? If you show me a card that's worth, you know, me dropping out, I right, cool. It's, it's Sunday. We ain't doing shit else. Fuck, fight that up. And you still gotta fly back to the states, do a show on Wednesday. And don't forget Forbidden Door is somewhere right in between all this shit too. Forbidden, no, it's in it's, it's beginning. It's, it's what starts all this shit off. Forbidden Door is in June. So you need to be selling me like a three or a four pack. Like just this is how you would get membership. This is how you would get people to subscribe to a network or a straight over the top platform. You would say you can get all of these events. Uh, for this price, so say you would get uh, make it a, make it a all in dead ass all in. You there you go. Forbidden door, you get uh, all in all out. Subscribe to the new Honor Club and some more shit, and it all be like for this monthly subscription price. You know I, how many people would opt in on that shit? I, I say give them a quarter of Honor Club because that throws in one pay per view. Because they're going to have one in, Ju- in July. Well, they typically have one in July, so. I mean, I was just going to be like, hey, just, you know, it's the whole free trial thing. Like, we'll give you all this for the first month. But after that, you either in or you out. There it is. All right, man. You ready for the main event? Run it. Build a brand. Part two. Dos, if you will. This is the tag team edition of Build a Brand. I don't know what I should do with my hands. Uh, you you bobbed into the beat. It's cool. There's a... Uh, there, we going. How many teams are we going? Ten each, or eight are each? There ten, are there ten tag teams that you really give a damn about? Uh, I could. I or, could. Are I could, there? Are there potentially twenty tag teams that we I, give a off damn? Off the top about? of my head, I can get you fifteen. But fifteen that where I didn't pick any of the fifteen you thought of. Uh, I can't. I can't go. Hey, we'll have with fifteen. We'll have overlap. 20 would be overkill and um uh, so like so give me a number throw a number out there eight eight each yeah super run it eight. run it and you go first i give me um give me ftr damn you Mm-hmm. good choice 
Well, no sense in me fucking around. Give me the Usos. You're and, welcome. And- <laughs> You're absolutely welcome. Now, let me say this too. It goes without saying that without the passing of Jay Briscoe, my first pick would have been the you, Briscoe brothers. Bro, you already know what, what was going to happen. And I, yeah, it was going to be two for one action all day. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, See? Tag teams. Man, this is where this is where she gets this work is murky. <laughs> yeah, she gets real murky right here. Uh, give me the street profits. Yeah, Ooh. give me street profits. Yeah. Ooh, he had to he had to think about it. Nah, because I'm like, think about these. How many real tag teams do we have around here? Like we, for real? Yeah, I mean we. They, oh. Yeah. I shouldn't have picked him. Right <laughs> uh, let me get. Uh, you know what? If I look down, I won't be. I won't communicate what I'm thinking right now. Give me the. the give me the acclaimed. It didn't work. I communicated exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't work. It did not. <laughs> it did not work. Um, it's not cool. Here's here's one. Here's a cool one. And then I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna see whether or not you're gonna throw the flag on this one. Give me um, give me Drew and Sheamus. Give me the Banger Brothers. No, Pause. I will not throw the flag on that one. And but here's the problem though. You oh. No, I will definitely allow it because you did not draft McIntyre. So yes, Banger Bros. Done. I like it. I ha- I still have high hopes for these guys, man. And uh, one of these days, they're going to make sure that they get their dollars worth over there in Stanford. Give me uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the good brothers. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, I'm still scrolling and I gotta be honest with you it is rough it is really rough trying to choose tag teams from a situation where tag teams are not really the thing uh give me the Lucha Bros god damn it <laughs> I literally hey, hey 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 look at me right now look into your camera I'll trade you the Lucha Bros for the acclaimed right now <laughs> that's a no bet sir that's a no bet <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't trying to do business you're not even being reasonable that's your favorite wait 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 wait, 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 wait hold on 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 i'm glad you right, said that yeah, i'm glad you yeah, said you that tripping. i'm glad no, you said that you'll trade me how about this how about mm-hmm. you trade me the acclaimed i'm sorry lucha bros for the acclaimed and your eighth pick no deal See, why am I? Why am I? Now I'm trying to do business. Now I'm trying to do business. No, you, you trying to get over? I'm trying to get talent wait, for talent. What? No, me. Word for word, ball for ball. All right, you got the Lucha Bros, man. I sure. I, had I'm saying you have an opportunity. We can just swap this out. I'm not even asking for you to throw in Billy Gunn. <laughs> the Billy Gunn can stay with his kids. I just want. I just want the acclaimed. 
The acclaim for the Lucha Bros, straight up. Make it happen. We've never done this before. Suave, you have earned the mic skills of Platinum Max Caster. Mm, let's get it. And I, Ratings just went through the roof, and baby. I, and I have earned the pay-per-view entrance <laughs> of the Lucha Bros. Mm-hmm. All right, there it is. All right, so trade, trade, trade. That, see, doesn't that feel good to do do right? That actually, did, that this one felt good. This I'm one glad. Felt good. good. All right. Good job. Go ahead. Is, is your is it your pick or is it mine? It's on me. It's on me. Give me I, I, something about these guys, man. Give me Aussie Open. Okay. Okay. Cool. Aussie Open. Um, I just had them in my mind and I just forgot. Uh, that's not good for me to just be forgetting tag teams like that. And I'm going to be upset if I don't remember them. I tell you what. You see the hand rub. Here's what you? I'll do. You say what? You see the hand rub, don't you? I mean, you know. Uh, give me DIY. That's what it was. Nice, very nice. Because yeah. Johnny Johnny Gargano, look, well, I've said this in text messages and in, in groups discussing the product. Johnny Gargano ain't shit without Tommaso Ciampa. Boy, his presentation just ain't shit without Ciampa. Like that, they, they. They balance each each other out so well that Champa can live by himself. Their individual chemistries make for better television when they're a unit. Right. So yeah, Champa can live on his own. The only thing the only thing stopping him from being a world champion is that he's not six five. Yep. That's it. Everything else he he knocks out of the park. He can cut promos. He works a certain style. He's he's aggressive in the ring. He's still safe. The fact that he's not 6'5", and then the injury history is the only thing that's like not having him at the top of every discussion. Here's that, the, and if you don't believe me, go watch the NXT run post, post Gargano. Here's an interesting one for you, Suave. Go ahead. Once a team, always a team. I love that. Factual. And... It's very, very hard to split up brothers for any sustained amount of time without one of them going completely away. Okay. For that reason, I'm bringing over the gods, the gorillas of destiny. Mmm, way to go to Japan. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a connecting flight and I'm gonna go. Well, he ain't even really from there. I'm going to Ghana and I'm gonna pick up Kofi. And when on my way back, I'm getting uh, Xavier and we bringing Biggie. New day on mine, please. Yeah, that's a good one. That they're they were definitely on my list of grabs. Um, oh, obviously, there's an emphasis on some wrestling here. Give me Kaiser and Vinci Imperium. That was my next pick. Cause I was gonna have Imperium out here making making money, making easy money. Mm-hmm. Well, what you have to, have to have them boys tweet over the vaulter and see how things are going over on your brand. Oh no 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 worries, I I will replace them. Don't don't. <laughs> 
don't you don't you worry about it i will replace them this matter is a fact this is number seven for you bring him up mm, i ain't gonna go with them just yet uh let's do this is gonna work because it, this is a backhanded tactic give me sammy and ko damn it mm -hmm. and you know why yeah they're drafted as a tag team, but how long do you think that's gonna last? Nah, you you got two singles wrestlers out of that one. That's a that's a good that's a steal. That's a steal. Uh, that's that's bargain basement. That's yeah. That that's, that's making that's, easy money money pivot on the series. That's a <laughs> that's a that's a Black Friday deal right there. That's what that is. Mm -hmm. I can dig give it. me give me. Let's see here. They made for good TV over the last year. Give me the brawling brutes. I was think I was wondering. I, I was wondering about that. And um, you know what? Give me. This is another cheat move. What number is this for me? This is your last one. It's number eight. Mm. All right, give me, just hold, hold what you got. Hold, hold what you got. Uh oh. Pause for station identification. Uh oh, Suave's going to the bag. <laughs> Suave has Suave said he was flying by the, the seat of his pants earlier. Facts. Uh, da, 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 da. Um. Okay, I can either break the internet or I can. Hmm. Sound you scary you're talking about breaking the internet and not pulling the trigger. I mean, because it ain't it ain't it ain't what I think it's gonna be, but it it yeah. This is your brand, Suave. Give me nah, okay. Give it because I ain't breaking the internet. I'm finna I'm finna solidify my brand. Give me uh Starks and Hobbs. Wow. I'm reuniting. Look, we wiping slates clean and we starting over from Scrizzatch. And wow. it fleshes out the roster, fam. It's I about like it. The roster. I, I like it. I was uh I was actually gonna go with uh Hobbs and uh, Cage as a dark horse. Mm, so I'm I, I I can see that. I, you could have put back, you know, you could have put um Jurassic Express back together. Not doing it. Ooh, ooh, I do know of a good one. I know of a good one that I should have done that would have been straight out of your wheelhouse, and I'll give it to you after this pick, because I know you're not going to do that. Nah, I'm probably not. I'm going top flight for my last pick. Just so long as the flight's not canceled, we be good. I'm going to change him up a little bit, but... <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I, I keep them safe. <laughs> like, look. First of all, first of all, we're gonna tape these angles real tight, real tight. Like, <laughs> second of all, we're gonna limit springboards to three per match. You're, you're you get not, three springboards, and that's all you get. I, I, you're no longer participating in the hype beast culture. You're wearing boots, fam. <laughs> There'll be no wrestling shoes and kick pads. You're gonna get some boots. Your, boots is what you're getting. <laughs> Let me run it down real quick. So, your tag team division consists of. FTR, Street Profits, Banger Bros. Luchador's got on boots. <laughs> I know, I knew you missed it the first time. 
the acclaimed DIY New Day, Sammy KO, and Starks and Hobbs. You've reunited two tag teams on this bitch. This is about, this is amazing. And then I got uh, the Usos, the Lucha Bros, and a trade for the acclaimed with Suave. The Good Brothers, uh, Aussie Open, Gorillas of Destiny, Imperium, Brawling Brutes, and Top Flight. So I have mm-hmm. actually three slash four sets of brothers. <laughs> oh my a whole brother. lot of family reunion going yeah. on over there. Sure, that, sir, if, if nothing else, is a whole lot of fucking gang shit. <laughs> you could have about eight weeks of TV just working out a tournament trying to figure out who's the best brother tag team. Oh, man. I mean, then you can split the tag teams up and make him pull out of a hat like a lethal lottery. <laughs> That'll be some shit. Thanks. Who was who was uh, the pick that you were trying to uh, trying trying to come up with? Say, was out of my wheelhouse. SCU. You know what, man? I, earlier today, I was on uh, AEW's website, and it broke my heart to see Scorpio Sky on there with a zero and zero record in 2023. Broke my heart. Because I, I know I would only be getting SCU for the ring introductions and then to eventually make Scorpio Sky a solo. So I didn't do that because that, that would be that would be totally disingenuous for me to do it three times in a row. <laughs> My break the internet pick was going to be the Young Bucks. See, this is why we rock together. Neither one of us in clear conscience could see us having them on our brand. And I'm... <laughs> totally okay with that <laughs> i mean see there there very much is a way to have them on the product and to do it properly it's just there's one type of match they have really well and you got to figure out how many times can you have that match and not lose its luster well, the I mean, fact that I have FTR being the greatest mechanics in all of professional wrestling, like that helps. They may be the greatest mechanical tag team this side of the Brain Busters. Right. So for me, it, because this is this is all encompassing, we're going to have quality upper tier wrestling, but we also need stories and we need people to be able to convey emotion. They don't strike me as the greatest promos I've ever heard. They don't strike me as the greatest promos in their tag team division now. Now, I'm looking at my roster and outside of brawling brutes beating the ever-loving shit out of them and possibly uh, the Imperium, um, they could have decent to great matches with everybody that I drafted. I just don't need to see them. That's all I got. Well, what what do you what do you have out there, pencil pushers? Show brokenpencilbc.com, brokenpencilbc at gmail.com. It's at brokenpencilbc on all things social. At brokenpencilbc on what? Everything. 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 Uh, I think that's it for now. Uh, part three will be coming to you next week, so make sure you have your pencils ready. Please. It's uh it's curveball season, so we we gonna figure this out. I as wanna, if there haven't been as if there haven't been a whole bunch already. So here are the rules for part three. 
you pick a stipulation, any stipulation, and I'll pick a stipulation. And we'll reconvene with those stipulations for the draft next week. All right. I can see that. I can't I can't see us having a stipulation that overlaps with the other. But if by chance it does have a backup. Okay. I mean that's that's kind of how I live life, so. Yes, sir. Alright, man. Uh All right. ain't nothing else to do, man. Swap, take us to the house. Pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. Down where? You know where. <laughs> down there. <laughs> Fucking children. <laughs> yeah, you're a child. <laughs>